This message was shared from the pulpit at Good News Baptist Church in Chesapeake, Virginia. For more information, visit us online at goodnewsbaptist.org. Well, turn in your Bibles, please, to Proverbs 13. Proverbs chapter 13, and I'm going to share tonight a few very practical thoughts from verse 20. Proverbs 13, 20 says, He that walketh with wise men shall be wise, but a companion of fools shall be destroyed. And as a parent, as a, as a father, one of the things that I'm most thankful for about our trip is that the five teenagers who went with us, including my oldest son, Daniel, got to walk with wise men during the week. They worked alongside wise men. They ate with wise men. They heard wise men share their testimonies. And we tried as best we could to make sure that this, this interaction between wise and young occurred uh, continually, or at least as often as possible through the week. In other words, whether it was during the workday, or uh, during the van rides, or at the meal table, or at night in the dormitories, we wanted our teens to be constantly in the company of our, of our men and not you know, huddled off somewhere by themselves. And by the way, the teenagers who came with us were very happy to cooperate. They truly were. They enjoyed being in the company of our men, as you heard from, from their testimonies. And so it was this interaction between the young and the wise that was perhaps the most valuable part of the whole week as our young people, from my perspective anyway, as our young people heard testimonies from and enjoyed fellowship with these men who they looked up to and respected. And I personally appreciate so much what these men shared during the, during the devotional times that we enjoyed, which you which you heard about, and even after the devotional times. I appreciate Ryan Gibson, for example, taking about 30 minutes one night, this is about 10 p.m., um, to share his personal testimony, and more than that, to challenge a couple of the young guys, two or three of the young guys that were in the, in the dorm there, uh, bunk mates, rack mates there, we're all sleeping, some of us sleeping on a a floor and some mattresses in the, the college's chapel, but uh, he was sharing his heart with about three of our young men that evening, including my son. I actually came into the room, I'd been taking a shower, and I kind of saw what was going on, and I quickly left uh, on purpose so he could continue, although I did keep my ear to the door there after I left, and I, now I'm, I'm just, I'm so thankful. I'm so thankful uh, for what he shared. Um, that, that wasn't a scheduled appointment or devotional. That was just spontaneous. Uh, that was of the Lord, and I'm so thankful for it. Matt Armstrong was another one of our spontaneous preachers uh, through the week. Uh, 
And uh, I'm smiling, but I, and the other guys would say the thing, same thing. I, I just appreciate so much his example, uh, his testimony before our young men, the things that he shared to challenge them. I mean, seriously challenge them with tears coming down his cheeks, exhorting our young men to serve God now and not to wait. And uh, I'm so thankful that these guys, including, again, my son, had a front row seat when, uh, when Matt was sharing them. And our other men as well um, did the same thing, and I appreciate all of them so much. For me, that was the highlight of the trip. And again, I'm so glad that our teens, five of them, were there to hear these wise men share their burdens and really challenge our young guys directly uh, from the heart. And so my purpose for the night, for this uh, devotional, this uh, mini sermon, if you will, the main challenge this evening is really twofold. Okay, twofold. First, I'd like to remind all of us that this kind of interaction between wise and young should occur regularly, right? It should occur regularly through the year and not just on a missions trip like this. And so to the adults in the room this evening, uh, the wiser members of our church, let me say this, take the time and make the effort to interact with our young people. Take the initiative, seek them out, strike up conversations with them. Sometimes maybe it can be difficult, but uh, work hard, try to engage them. We shouldn't always pass them by uh, we're in the, when we're in the foyer, uh, on our way to speak to another adult. We need to determine to be a godly influence in their lives. This responsibility belongs to all of us, not just to Pastor and Mrs. Taylor. Uh, as they would tell you, they, of course, have a wonderful heart for our young people. We also need to have the same heart. We all need to take that kind of interest in our young people. It's all of our responsibility. Uh, to the young people here tonight, uh, let me say this, you of course must reciprocate and interact with your elders. Don't always hang out with your, your friends, your peers. Instead, uh, hang out with your parents uh, when you're in church. And uh, you'll be able then to fellowship with the adults, the families, uh, the wise men and women that they are interacting with uh, on you know, each Sunday, each Wednesday evening. Now, uh, getting back to the, the adults, we are blessed here at Good News Baptist Church to have many, many wise folk who do take a sincere interest in our young people. So I'm, don't take what I said a few moments ago. I'm not scolding uh, anyone. Many of you do this. 
You do take a sincere interest in our young people. You do seek to engage them on a regular basis. And as a parent, uh, I'm very thankful for that. And uh, to be even more specific, I'm very thankful that one of our godly men has taken my son Daniel hunting on several occasions. Um, just, just he and my son, just the two of them, on several occasions in the last couple of years. Uh, that's invaluable uh, from my perspective. I'm also thankful that Daniel's been able to help uh, with the various projects that have gone on here at church uh, while working alongside men like Gordon Hostetler and Reggie Wall and Tommy Warrington, uh, Alan Berry, uh, Pastor Mark Taylor. Uh, again, what a blessing. What a blessing. As a dad, I'm so thankful. Uh, for those opportunities. They're so important. And so parents, let me, uh, let me share just a few ideas, a few suggestions, if you'll let me, that, that we all, myself included, that we might consider um, to help in this, in this regard. One, maybe you might, you might want to offer your young people, your young man, uh, for example, as free labor to some of these men in the summertime as they're doing these different projects around the church or for one of our widows. Uh, you may even wish to consider an indentured servitude agreement. I don't know. Um, your son won't mind. You know, they don't need any pay. Just, uh, you know, make a deal with Gordon or with Reggie, and I'm sure they can find plenty of work for him to do. And, and uh, you know, it's good for them to learn some of those skills you know, learn how to do some of that. I wish I'd have learned. I'm, uh, as was perhaps alluded to, the guys are being kind. I was one of the unskilled guys on the trip. Uh, my only use was scrubbing pots and pans. But, uh, you know, I, I wish that uh, I had learned some of those skills growing up, handy-type skills, carpentry, electrical work. But, you know, even more valuable than that is just the fellowship, just uh, rubbing el elbows and that even informal conversation between our young people and these uh, older, wiser, godly men. Another idea for parents, have some of the mature couples, I'm, I'm trying to use a kind word, I didn't want to say older, because I'm not just talking about the old, old folks, I'm talking about uh, you know, all of them, middle age, got families in their 20s, 30s. Um, have some of the mature couples over to your home for supper so your kids can get to know them. We all need to make friends and build these relationships within our church across the age spans. It's uh, so important. Another idea, and I've been talking a lot about guys, so maybe, you know, for the, for the gals, those of you parents with young ladies, moms, take your daughters to visit some of the widows uh, in our church. You can be a blessing to those dear ladies while facilitating that that connection and that interaction between those godly uh, older ladies and, and your daughters. And, and again, I'm, I know many of you uh, already do these kinds of things. Of course, there's other ways uh, that we could facilitate this kind of interaction. If we, if we think about it, put our thinking caps on, scratch our heads a little bit, there are other things that we can do as parents to help our kids build these relationships with the wise adults 
in our church. And even this fall, we may institute what I might call the Walking Wisely program as part of our homeschool group. And I've already talked to a couple of the men about this. I need to talk to some of the other, some of the other homeschool dads, but this is an idea that I've had for a while and we want to help facilitate and uh, even create and schedule uh, some of these kinds of opportunities for our young people to work alongside and build relationships with our godly adults. But uh, more on that later. I want to pause here, just take a quick time out and uh, make sure you all understand me here. I don't want anybody to mistake what I'm saying. The primary mentoring role for our kids belongs to dad and mom, right? We are the parents, uh, obviously. So again, I'm not suggesting that we uh, put our kids up for adoption here uh, to other members in the church. I'm not suggesting that I'm tired of Daniel or tired of Andrew and I, I wanna get rid of them. Uh, actually, the opposite is true. As a dad, I'm actually very jealous uh, for their time. Uh, I want to be the one that spends time with them. I want to be the one that has an influence in their life for the Lord. And so I'm not, I'm not eager to give them up to anybody. But at the same time, uh, I see that there is great value in other wise adults helping to mentor our young people in building friendships and relationships with them. Helping our young people grow in wisdom and maturity. And uh, perhaps, I've even thought about this, uh, perhaps even helping them stay in the church, you know, after they become, you know, after they get out of high school and progress. Um, and uh, Pastor actually touched on this this morning. He was talking about the dangers of social media and the internet, and I agree with everything he said. Uh, but I've also often thought that if we could uh, help our kids uh, to develop relationships with the the thirty-somethings and the forty-somethings and the and the and even beyond that, uh, you know, across the age spans, if they could, if we could help our kids develop these relationships uh, with others in our church, older, more mature, wiser folks. I think that would also uh, help our young people. And so, anyway, we certainly value these mentoring relationships between wise and young. And I want to personally thank every, uh, all 10 of the men, I guess the other nine, I was one of the 10, the other nine men who, uh, who came with us down to Puerto Rico. I want to thank each of those men for the influence that they had uh, in the lives of those five young men. Let me close with uh, a final challenge um, to the adults in the room. Proverbs 13:20 says that he who walks with wise men shall be wise. And so, as we've said tonight, we want our kids to be around wise adults. But adult, are we consistently wise by God's standards? 
do the young people in our church see godly wisdom in us? Obviously, we must be wise ourselves uh, if we're going to be a help to our young people. Proverbs says that the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. Adults, do we truly fear God? Do we love what he loves? Do we hate what he hates? Do we keep his commandments? Do we truly reverence him? Do we value his word, the scriptures? Ephesians 5 says this, and you don't have to turn there. I'm just going to read a few verses. Ephesians 5, I'm going to start in verse 15. See then that ye walk circumspectly, not as fools, but as wise, redeeming the time, because the days are evil. I'm going to pause there. Adult, and I'm talking to myself here too, are we redeeming the time? Are we daily saturating our minds with scripture? Or are we distracted by all the other things that can compete for our attention? Are we living for God truly? Or are we living for the things of this world? Verse 17, wherefore be ye not unwise, but understanding what the will of the Lord is. And be not drunk with wine wherein is excess, but be filled with the Spirit. Speaking to yourselves, and that yourselves include, I would include our young people too. Speaking to yourselves in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs. Singing and making melody in your heart to the Lord. Giving thanks always for all things unto God and the Father. In the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. My fellow adults. Uh, we are all, we're all examples to the young people in our lives. We realize that. There's no question about that. We're all examples. The only question is, what kind of examples are we? And uh, we need to remember that our young people, uh, they're watching us. And I know that tonight, the Sunday evening crowd, I'm, I'm speaking to... Uh, the vast, vast uh, majority of you who, who are uh, excellent examples, uh, wise examples. But none of us are perfect. And so I need this reminder, um, especially when I'm driving. Uh, our, our, kids, our kids are watching us. Uh, the young people in our church are watching us. So by God's grace, let's be, let's be good examples. Let's be godly examples. Let's be wise examples. And may the Lord help us. Let's pray. Father, thank you for the wisdom uh, that can be ours as we commit ourselves to following you and obeying your word. And Lord, uh, again, none of us are perfect, so please help us. We need your grace. Help us to be the wise examples that we need to be to those around us and particularly to our young people. Lord, thank you again 
for our trip to Puerto Rico. Thank you, Lord, for the blessings that come when we serve you. Help all of us, Lord, to continue to desire to serve you with right motives, with all of our heart. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Toward the hope of our high calling, toward the promise we've received. Thank you for listening. If you have questions about your relationship with God, or you would like to know more about the ministry of Good News Baptist Church, please visit us online at goodnewsbaptist.org or call us at 757-488-3241. We encourage you to share this message with others. We trust your heart was challenged as you listened and God's word has had an impact on your life as together we strive to show forth the path of life. Press on.